Oh, hi. You stumbled across Beauty Reform School, the podcast that explores beauty, style, reinvention, self-care, all from the perspective of the outside looking in. We pick apart the classics so we can confidently break the mold. And I'm your host, Bad Bad, the artist, the educator, the retail grunt, the problem child. The one who's done it the hard way for decades, and now I'm passing the savings on to you. So bring me your tired, your confused, your weirdos, your others yearning to breathe free. If this sounds like you, grab your pen and grab your scratch pad, and let's figure this crap out together. Right here at Beauty Reform School. Well, hello. Wow. I have crawled back from the brink of death, apparently, and I am getting there. I'm getting back. Thank you for your well wishes and your get well soons and checking in. Thank you for those who wanted to bring me soup and things like that. I appreciate that. I appreciate you. I am not completely back. I'm about, mm, I'm going to go ahead and say 75%, um, which is good because like a couple days ago, I was at like 60%. So I'm getting there slowly but surely. I'm in that weird phase where I am feeling kind of okay, but still a little congested in the nose, still has a little chest congestion, still coughing here and there, but I'm doing okay. And as I'm coming up out of the fog and I see what everybody's talking about with like the virus that's going around, everybody's freaking out, businesses are slowing down, people are working from home, it is getting real grim out there. And it's it's funny that it's getting grim out there because I was just starting to come out of the fog and I was just starting to feel optimistic and hopeful. And that just irritates the crap out of me. I gotta tell you truly. I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna sugarcoat it for you. It pisses me off. Because I sit here thinking like, okay, I'm I'm getting better. It's time to just get back into me. It's time to take care of my un- my unfinished business and things I let slip by the wayside. It's time to like TCB, time to take care of it. And then I just see a dumpster fire as soon as I take a peek outside it's a the whole world's a dumpster fire it's crazy i can't even believe it but you know say la vie it is what it is i suppose um i'm hoping that all of you are chilling and taking it one step at a time and not freaking out and not fist fighting over toilet paper as i've seen in some videos i'm hoping that everybody's cool and i'm hoping to be honest that i'm hoping that we are the type of folks at this point that we are prepared and if we're not prepared that we don't lose our shit getting prepared i'm hoping that we just are able to take a deep breath take an inventory of what we need Go get it quietly on the sneak tip. Not in big quantities. Just get a little bit at a time here and there. You can stockpile real real quiet like. And then 
just relax after that. Because here's the thing. If you stockpile, like, you know, I made sure, like, I'm always one of those people that have an extra pack of toilet paper anyway. So I buy the big pack. Then as I'm going through that pack, I make sure I have another one at the ready. And the minute that I crack open the next pack, I'm already out buying a second pack because I cannot, I just don't want to be without toilet paper. It's just, I'm just one of those people. I'm that girl. But, um... Another thing regarding that is it's good. Like I was actually, when I took a look around, I was actually feeling kind of good because I was like, you know, I have my staples. I have my salt, my pepper, my sugar, my flour. I got my bacon powder. I can make bread if I have to. If I got stuck in here, I, I have plenty of tea bags. I can make tea. I'm good to go. I have lots and lots of honey. So it's like I, the things that I would need, I'm good. I got my rice. I got, you know, I got stuff. I got soups. I got canned goods. I'm good to go. If you're not in that position, then I suggest you start going out and getting some cans here and there. Buy a couple of cans on your way home. Make sure you have a couple of things. So that way, if you are forced to stay home, you're prepared. So just do that and no need to do it in a panic just calm orderly fashion on your way swing on by the store on your way home grab a couple cans of soup grab a couple things just so you'll have that emergency stuff and then you can keep it in your cupboard and in the event that you cannot get anything else you'll have something to eat and I had some ramen in my cabinet so long that it expired. I didn't even know ramen could expire, but it was there so long I had to toss it because it was it had been there too long. But just having those emergency things will make you feel a little bit better, make you feel a little better prepared, and it's all good. Just, you know, and when I say it's all good, I mean, just don't freak out. I don't know if it's all good in general. I don't know if this... Uh, pandemic is gonna how it's gonna play out but the important thing is to remain calm and you know studies show that people that freak out um countries that freak out and there's you know widespread panic the those kind of diseases spike in those situations so you want to just chill just just chill don't don't freak out Okay, so that's been my two cents about that. Let's move on to the episode. So, aside from all this foolishness that's going on in the world, I did have a moment. I was laying there in bed a couple nights ago, and I was uh, still feeling not great. And I woke up in the middle of the night, around 2.30 in the morning, and I started thinking about just the weirdest stuff I started thinking about how I wanted to take water aerobics this uh this summer or even this spring more like because when you have chronic arthritis or you have a pain that affects your mobility it's really hard to get to the gym and really crush it like that so doing low impact things you know pretty much all I do at the gym is check is just chill on the elliptical because that's like the most uh gentle thing for my joints but I might occasionally do a couple of like weight lifting things but that's about it um so I try to 
I was trying to think of new ways to get some exercise and get some more mobility going. And I thought that that, I'm going to hang out with the old ladies. I'm going to, you know, we're going to chill. I'm going to buy myself a beautiful uh, swim cap with rubber flowers on it. And I'm going to go over to the pool and me and Agnes and Pearl and Esther and them are just going to hang out. And then afterwards, we'll just get us some nice decaf and talk about way back when. It's gonna be great, I can't wait. But then on top of that, I started thinking about some other things regarding, like I wanted to buy a steamer for the curtains and I wanted to do a bunch of stuff and then it hit me. Number one, I must be feeling better if I'm thinking about all these things. And number two, it is so time for spring cleaning. Yes, I swear it's like my high holy day. And it it kind of fell to the wayside way back in the day uh, because I was working two jobs, things were really nuts. And it's like the thought of trying to do it like that at that time in my life was ridiculous. So you would just do it in little dribs and drabs. But I actually have the time to get up in there and really deep clean the place piece by piece, of course. But it's going to be really great. And I'm looking forward to that a lot. I'm very excited about it. Looking forward. So I'm doing that. I want to wash the curtains. I want to wash the bed sheets and all the bed covers and all that stuff. Pillowcases, pillows. I want to do the whole nine. So it made me start thinking not only just about the house. But it made me start thinking about, um, you know, makeup. And, make, and skincare and makeup routines and hair care and things like that, which led me to start asking a few questions. And these are some of the questions, a couple of these questions I want to ask you. For example, when's the last time you've had a trim for your hair? When's the last time you've had a trim? I'm, I'm sure like some people don't even go to the salon and they, they like to brag about oh you know I don't go to the salon I, and if anything I'll just trim my, my hair myself okay well when's the last time you've done that just take a look at your ends right now if you have a chance if you don't have a chance right now take take a check to those ends before the end of the day look at them how many split ends do you see look at just your hair in general is it soft is it dry is it too oily what's going on with your hair and make notes about that so that you can start working to fix it. How's your scalp, by the way? How is your scalp? Is it gummy? If you were to scratch your scalp right now, is there a bunch of goo in your scalp? Or is it really dry and flaky? Scalp health. Have you done anything regarding scalp health at all? There are some things like there are scalp exfoliators. They have like a little bit of sugar in them, some of them. Some have like a sea salt. But some of them are really great because you just simply massage it into your scalp when your hair is wet and then rinse it out. And it does wonders. I didn't even know, by the way, side note, I didn't even know years ago that you should even exfoliate your scalp. I had someone come and ask me, there's a brand rep that asked me about um, they were selling a new scalp exfoliant and, and they asked me how often I exfoliated my scalp and I looked at her like she was crazy because I had never even thought about exfoliating my scalp. I mean, it's skin. Why wouldn't you? But then why wouldn't you? I, I, I don't know. I just never thought about it. 
Have you ever thought about it? Have you thought about exfoliating your scalp? If you ever notice that your scalp is super flaky or it's just kind of kind of gnarly after a few days, it's kind of gummy, there's some stuff, look into a scalp exfoliant. I mean, because you think to yourself, well, when I shampoo my hair, that should do it, right? No. Just like washing your face doesn't exfoliate your face unless it's that kind of facial cleanser. So if your shampoo is not meant to exfoliate, then it's not going to exfoliate your scalp. It's just soap. And soap by itself does not exfoliate. Oh, hi, little birdies. Aww. They wanted to say hi to you. And I mean, thanks for the sound effects, birdies, because it's just letting us know that it's spring. And they're sitting right outside my window and singing. And you know what? I don't mind it. Not one bit. It's so cute. Aw. It's spring, you guys. It's spring, y'all. Spring cleaning. Here's some more things to ask yourself. How do your cuticles look? How do your palms look? Have you exfoliated the palms of your hands? I use my hands a lot. I wash my hands a lot. My hands get very, very rough. I even have calluses on my hands. And as a result, I know that I need to exfoliate my palms. If you've ever let your, let your hands get really, really, you know, get wet and stay wet for a while and then you drag your nail across the palm of your hand, you might be shocked about how much dead skin is on the palm of your hand. You need, your hands do that anyway, especially when you're very active with your hands. It does have to kind of protect them. You would think in general that you want your hands to be baby soft and all that kind of stuff, but it doesn't play well with being very physical with your hands if you're someone everything I do my hobbies my work everything I do involves using my hands it's nothing that I don't use my hands for and I use them a lot and I use them hard so my hands tend to get very callousy and the skin gets very thick on my hands and that's to protect me but eventually you got to exfoliate some of that off, you know, or you're just going to wind up with these really crazy lumberjack hands that are thick and calloused and whatever. And I don't mind having calloused hands. It, it proves, it tells a story and it proves to me that I've worked hard through my life. And that's actually a nice thing. I like that. But you should still exfoliate and make sure that you do kind of moisturize your hands. Nice anti-aging hand lotion if you can treat yourself from time to time is good. I kind of miss those spa gloves that you could do like a hand treatment mask. Nowadays, they sell these um, these one and done hand masks. They're, they're like these plasticky kind of gloves that have the solution inside. You put your hands in, you keep them in there for a few minutes, and then you take them off and wash your hands. And I've been thinking about that. Um, I've been giving it a little thought, uh, just, just as a treat, just as a treat, and Speaking of which, if you're thinking like, you know, I like to talk about different products that are available. I'm not saying that you absolutely have to buy those things so long as you just exfoliate your hands, keep them moisturized. But if you want to treat yourself to a hand mask, by all means, go right on ahead. It's nice. And if you find yourself with a couple extra dollars and you are at the store and you see something like a hand mask, get it and put it to the side. That way, when you're ready to do it, you have it. And if you're willing to spend the money right now, then go ahead and get it. 
But side note, while I'm thinking about that, don't overspend right now. Because like I was saying before regarding all the panic due to the virus and everything that's going on, hold on to your money as best you can. Save it in case you have to take a few days off from work or longer. Um, Try to look around your house for the things that you have already. And I mean, you can do something as simple as put on, like you wash your hands, you can scrub your hands with your loofah or your body uh, buffer thing. Whatever you use in the shower, you can scrub your palms of your hands with that. You can put on a nice thick lotion and then you can wrap your hands in saran wrap and put some mittens on for a little while. You could do that. That's the that's the little uh, cheap way of giving yourself a hand mask without having to buy one. And I'm not I'm not mad at that at all. You know, you can put a little anti-aging serum on your hands if you want. That's not a bad idea. You could do your own DIY spa day where you don't have to go out and buy anything special. But if you want to treat yourself, you can. But if you don't want to treat yourself or you can't treat yourself right now because you're trying to hold on to your cash, then that's another thing that you can do. When is the last time you truly honestly cared for your decolletage you know what i'm talking about that that piece of skin right under the neck right around that collarbone right above the girls when is the last time that you actually took extra special care of that when's the time i'm not just talking about taking a shower or a bath and then using lotion i'm talking about really moisturizing that area little anti-aging serum little something that you can do to just give yourself a couple of extra credit points because I gotta tell you that area ages quick and as I get older even I tend to notice that the skin is changing there and it terrified me a little bit because I saw what almost looked like a crease on right under my collarbone and I almost had a heart attack so it reminded me that this is a good time to just go ahead and put a little bit of love on there, put a little bit of lotion on there, put a little bit of serum on there. Make sure that you do that at least once a week just to give a little care to that area. When's the last time you checked in on your elbows and your knees? How's the skin color there? Do you notice that your skin color is a little darker around your elbows and knees? Have you exfoliated it recently? Here's another tip. When it comes time, after you've exfoliated and you've scrubbed your elbows and knees, maybe a little vitamin E or a little vitamin C or something with hyaluronic will help even skin tone and help aid hyperpigmentation so that the skin looks smooth all the way through. Now, some people just naturally have darker elbows and knees based off of their skin tone, but you can still soften it so that the effect isn't so stark from one part of the body to the next. So if that's something that you've noticed, check on that. Going back to hair for a second, let's talk about hair color. If you're someone that colors your hair, how's your color doing? Has it faded? Is it time for a touch-up? If you're someone that both bleaches and colors your hair, how are your roots looking? Take a look at that and start making a plan to touch that up if you're going to touch that up. If you're not going to touch that up, if you don't like that color and you're ready to go to another color, 
then this is a good time to start deciding what color is going to be your spring slash summer color. Start looking at pictures. Take to Pinterest. Make a board. Start looking around and try to see what color is going to represent you this spring. And speaking of representation, this is probably one of my favorite times to start thinking about how I want to present for the springtime. What kind of vibe am I trying to put forth? So I don't know if you're one of those people that change your look per season or if you kind of just stay the same. Even if you are someone that stays the same, things change somewhere. It might be the clothes that you're wearing because obviously you have to change from something that's a little warmer to something that's a little cooler as the weather warms up. Or maybe it's just you change your lipstick. Maybe you go from that darker shade to a, to a lighter shade. It could be just something as simple as that. Start thinking about what you might be interested in for the spring and summer seasons and start pulling them out of your makeup container. And if you see something that's new that you want to do, start making notes in your phone so that when you go to the store or you go online, you'll see the colors that you're interested in. It'll be easier for you to find them because sometimes it's hard to describe a color. Pictures are worth a thousand words. And I got to tell you, as a makeup salesperson and a professional, it is a lot more helpful when someone has a picture because when someone tries to describe something it can be a mess they'll come to you i don't know it's a pinky movie purple peachy thing with a little bit of nude in it but it's glittery but it's not glittery but it's got a shimmer you know what i'm talking about just show me the picture it'll save all of us a ton of time and i'm certain i've mentioned this before but it never doesn't bear repeating. Have you checked your expiration dates? This is a good week to do it. Do it as soon as humanly possible. Go check your expiration dates, take a trash bag with you, and when you see something is expiring, toss it. And if it's something that you need, make a note of it so that you can go re-up immediately. I have noticed, I've had this this steak sauce, and I just noticed, um, I've had it for what feels like forever, and I just noticed that it expires in July, so I had to make a note that I have to get another one, so it can sit in my cabinet again for a while. I do use steak sauce from time to time, but not a lot, and I'm sure that's how you feel about certain skincare that you have, that you use it here and there but not that much and then you just forget over time when it expires so it's a great time to get up in there right now check your expiration date and sometimes I like to take a sharpie with me and circle that bad boy or I might just write June on it just you know so I don't have to read the date it's all tiny my poor little eyes can't see it all the time so if you just write June 2020 on it or whatever the date is put it on there bigger so that it's easy to read and that way it also reminds you you know now I don't like to desecrate my products either you know I like them to look pretty and gorgeous but by the time they're ready to expire I'm sure they're not as pretty and gorgeous as they used to be so it's okay to go ahead and scribble on them I get it 
believe me. Also, when you're going through your drawers and your cabinets and your bins, if you see something that looks a hot, holy mess, just toss it. I know we have our emotional entanglements and our things that we just love and it represented a certain time of magic in our lives. But I'm going to tell you something that occurred to me today. I was just recently thinking about a time in my life. I had a nightmare, actually. I had a nightmare where I was thinking about old, just old shit, you know? Like I was thinking about exes and horrible things, bad times in my life, and pain. And I don't, I, that's why I said it was a nightmare because I was like, where the hell did this come from? But as I thought about it, you know, upon further reflection, I just stopped. That's what woke me up out of my nightmare because I was like, wait a minute, what the hell? What is this? No more of this. This is old and it's gone and it's over. And I don't know why it's coming up right now. Um, actually, I know, you know what? I take it back. I blame it on that damn Love is Blind show on Netflix. They, they got me, you know? They put up a thing where they said, Oh, hey, it's the reunion. And I I hadn't even watched the show. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to buck the system and I'm going to watch the reunion because they're going to show flashbacks anyway. And I'll get the gist. And I just want to see how it turned out. No, 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 no. Turns out when I went and hit play, they played me the whole damn series. Yes, they did. And by the end of the first episode, I was ensconced completely and utterly powerless it took my entire day it took an entire day of my life away from me and I'm still mad about it and when I finished the show I was even angrier when I watched the reunion I was even more mad nice one Netflix good one on you but you're not gonna ever get me again you hear me you're never gonna get me again the reason I bring it up is because I realized that the reason I was having these nightmares is because I just watched an entire day of binge watching some toxic bullshit relationships and it just took me back to a dark, dark, dark place in my life. I was chilling. I was happy, minding my own beeswax. And then all of a sudden, I wasn't thinking, I had, made, I had forgiven my exes, I had thought about, forgave myself moved on and evolved like the renaissance woman that I am and that show wrecked me so I'm really ticked good news y'all though I'm okay I'm back you know I'm back and I'm not watching trash tv anymore that's for damn sure I have certain certain pieces of guilty pleasure that I like to watch but you know what it doesn't hurt my psyche like that piece of garbage did ugh that show the moral of the story though is once I pulled myself back together I realized that when you are in a bad relationship or you're in something that's not particularly good for you you can't see the forest for the trees and you don't know what stands in store for you and when I think about what goes on with me now even with doing this podcast I'm like you know this is amazing here I am doing this podcast. 
I've changed jobs. I'm doing more creative things. I'm making more music. Life is good. And my life would have never been any of those things had I stayed in any of those relationships. My life would have never been these things. And the same is true for some of your products that you're holding on to. You're holding on to them because they represent a certain time in your life. You're holding on to something because it, it's nostalgic for you for some reason. Maybe you just wore this one lipstick and you felt unstoppable in it and you felt incredible in it and you don't want to let it go even though it's down to the nub and it's covered in powder and it's, it's slimy. You don't even want to touch it, but you just don't want to throw it away. You haven't even worn it in years, but you just don't want to get rid of it because it just represents something to you. And you just don't want to, you just don't want to let, you just don't want to walk away from that. But you know what? It's disgusting and it's covered in crud. And it's covered in a bunch of old lip gloss from another thing that's leaking because the product wasn't made really well and it's just covered in that. And then that lip gloss is also becoming a magnet for the powders that have, you know, got there. Probably got a little piece of glitter on it, maybe a rubber band stuck to it. I don't know. But it's disgusting and you know it and you need to throw it away. So I don't know what's left behind and I don't know what you're trying to get rid of. I don't know if it's that one eyelash that's stuck to something that you haven't thrown away for whatever reason. Do it. If you haven't checked your expiration dates, do it. Trim your hair. Trim your nails. Exfoliate those knees. Go through your closet. Start doing that. We're not even going to get into that right now, but you know. You know what's in your closet that you don't wear. So maybe take a tour. Go sit. You know? Jewelry. All those things. That chain that needs to get fixed that you haven't taken to get fixed yet. Now's as good a time as any. It's spring cleaning, y'all. We got to get rid of the muck. And we have to get reborn just like the flowers and start fresh. Don't you want to start fresh? I know it doesn't feel very fresh with what's going on right now, but you can create a little bit of that in your own world and in your own environment. You can protect yourself with all the hand sanitizer you want. You can make sure you wash your hands. You can drink your emergency. You can make sure that you uh, keep physical contact with strangers to a minimum. But after you've done all of those things and taking your supplements, then I recommend trying to take care of your spirit because it's really, really hard right now. And everyone I talk to looks real, real low. Wear a bright color. Wear a fragrance that makes you smile. Listen to a podcast that makes you laugh check on your friends see if there's something you can do for them talk to them on the phone if you don't want to see them in public laugh it up clean your house clean out your makeup clean up your life because this is a brand new year and even with all of the crazy things that are going on I sincerely believe that you have an opportunity to make this a good year. While you're on a roll, remember to like, share, review this podcast. 
remember to listen to it as much as you can. You don't have to listen to it every week, but when you have a little bit of time, catch up. Please, 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 when we post, comment. Tag a friend in the comments. Share these things with each other. Share your tips and tricks with your friends and then tell me about it. And don't forget to ask questions. And remember, you can always find us on Facebook, Instagram, and at the website, beautyreformschool.com. We thank you so much for your support. And we thank you in advance for the support that you're going to continue to give us so that we can grow together. I realize things like spring cleaning can seem overwhelming. We've let things sit for a long time, haven't we? And then when you look around and you start thinking about getting out a bucket and scrubbing, it seems like, oh God, I don't want to. When you open that drawer that's filled with makeup and it's just a mess and you can't even tell one thing from the next, you just want to close that drawer and forget about it for another six months, don't you? I know, because I feel that way too. But if you just do a little bit at a time to start seeing some progress, it'll surprise you. You'll turn around one day and you won't, you won't even be able to believe how much you got done. And I'll tell you, and as much as I don't want to sit there and plug away, I cannot even describe the feeling, the lightness that you get when you get it done, when you accomplish something. And it doesn't even have to be the whole thing, just something, baby steps, just something to make you feel like you're moving forward. Because I know that sometimes you want to sit there and not do anything. I know that it's exhausting. And I know that you don't feel sparkly all the time. No one does. That's normal. But this is the time that I encourage you to just do something. Throw one thing away. Clean out one drawer. Get rid of a couple things. Freshen up. Wipe off some surfaces. Dust. Trim your ends. Fix your hair. It'll be nice. It'll be real nice. And you'll feel better. And you'll gain some momentum. And you'll be able to spring forward. And pencils down. Class is dismissed. And I'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.